0: Hi, my name's Mark Kelly, I'm one of the leaders here at City Church Leeds and I want to thank you for downloading this podcast. We hope that it blesses, encourages and inspires you. For more information about us, please visit citychurchleeds.net or find us on all the usual social media websites. Take care and enjoy what's coming up.
1: How are you all this morning? There's no room, okay. You are doing good? It's a warm one, isn't it? But it's going to be lovely. Okay, so this morning, um, I'm going to speak. uh, Well, I've given it a title. It's called Hardly Even Their Faith. And I've nabbed that title from um, a children's devotion book called Thoughts to Make Your Heart Sing. Kate will know that one. Um, So Hardly Even Their Faith. And we're still um, on our series in Luke, in the book of Luke. This is week four last week Mark spoke about being hearers and doers of God's word and I think this is going to nicely follow on from that and I was actually meant to be speaking about something from chapters 11 to 15 but I've skipped ahead to uh, 17 I've encroached on John's section but he's been very gracious and let me do that and because I I read on a bit and and God's kind of I got caught hold of um something verses five and six from from luke 17 so um that's what we're going to focus on i'm just going to alter this because this is seems to be going up and down a bit there we go i think it's all right now thanks yeah thanks to you okay so verses five and six this is what the amplified translation of the bible says the apostles said to the lord increase our faith that trust and confidence that spring from our belief in god and the lord answered if you have faith trust and confidence in God even so small like a grain of mustard seed you could say to this mulberry tree be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea and it would obey you so I'd like to know before we go any further has anyone ever seen a tree pull itself up by the roots and move itself into the sea anyone no me, ne- me neither what's that Lords of the rings in real life kids where's Hannah gone is she around no uh, have you seen that have you seen a tree move itself over to somewhere else no don't think any of us have have we okay so um has anyone ever seen anything that they thought was impossible John yeah 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 yeah
0: Um, in short, uh, watching somebody's leg grow.
1: Anybody else? Mark. Not going to need to go to the gym today.
0: Yeah, just a quickie. It's just, um, I was at Bridge Street uh, Church and the pastor was preaching on, um, opening the eyes of Elijah and all of a sudden I saw the glow of the Lord and I saw angels on the stage.
1: Anyone else, Steve?
0: It was by video, so it wasn't in real, actual life experience, but uh, I saw um, Reinhard Bonnke praying for a deaf girl in Africa and it was just phenomenal watching the reaction when he clicked his fingers and she suddenly could hear for the first time.
1: Wow, amazing. Praise God. Okay, I'm sure including those things there are many many other things that um were once thought impossible but are now part of kind of our everyday lives for instance flying in an airplane um and in the book of matthew it says that jesus spoke about faith in a very similar way so this is chapter 17 and verse 20 and jesus said for truly i say to you if you have faith that is living like a grain of mustard seed you can say to this mountain move from here to over there and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Okay, so my next question, has anyone seen a mountain move? No, nope. kids, have you seen a mountain move ever? No, me neither. Okay, what kind of things do you think that it's impossible for us to do as humans? I'm looking at you kids as well to answer this. What, what's impossible for us to do as humans? Touch the sun. Touch the sun, that's very impossible. Anybody else? What's impossible for us to do as humans?
0: Breathe underwater.
1: Lick your elbow. (laughs) Anyone wanna try that out? (laughs) Not quite, Sarah. Brilliant. Okay, gonna give you something now. Uh, I want you to hold it in your hand while I 'm speaking, and you can feel it and look at it, and uh, you 'll see what they are when I give them out. I know a few people need to get one, but these are mustard seeds, and I don't know if you realized how tiny a mustard seed is. I know when I was doing um, this devotion with the kids about uh, it was about this verse, and I actually got the mustard seeds out of the cupboard because I wanted the kids to realize just how small. Mustard seed is. I know how small they are because I use them when I'm cooking a curry that I do. Um, so I want to just skip back to the mountain and I want to know how many of you in real life have seen a mountain or I know there's maybe a few people in here that's climbed a, a mountain in real life. Can I have hands up? Okay. Seen, yeah. They. They're so big, aren't they? Even if we haven't seen one in real life, you know, we've probably seen a movie with a mountain in or pictures, and they're so big. They make us feel really small, don't they? Like little dots in comparison. So then, just have a look at your mustard seed. How many times bigger do you think a mountain is compared to that mustard seed? It must be trillions and trillions and trillions of times bigger than this little mustard seed. It kind of blows your mind, doesn't it? So this, this passage, the, the two passages that I, I read, it's not about actual mustard seeds and mulberry bushes and mountains, but Jesus is using these things to give us a picture of, um, about our faith, our circumstances on earth, and about him, about God. And a mustard seed is tiny compared to a mulberry bush, and it's minuscule, compared to a mountain. But, kids, are you listening to this as well? Who's bigger than a mountain? Go on, shout it out. Jesus, yeah, God is bigger than a mountain. Okay, I want you to hold that in your head, okay. Now, what happens to a seed when you plant it in the right place, in the right conditions? Just, you can just shout out. It germinates, what's another word for that? It grows. It, gets, it sprouts, it gets stronger, it gets bigger. Um, in Romans 12.3, it says that God has given each, us each a measure of faith. So say we've all been given faith that is the size of the mustard seed that we're holding. It's then up to us what we do with that seed and Lamentations 2, to 23 says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So not only has God given us each a measure of faith, but he himself is full of faith. What a combination. And the Bible also tells us in Ephesians 2, 8 to 9, that faith is a gift from God. It says, For by grace you've been saved through faith, this is not of your own doing, it is a gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Okay, so some more questions. What actually is faith? Anyone want to answer that? What is faith? What does that mean to you?
0: It's, it's the it's substance of things hoped for, and certain of things that we do not see. Calling those things uh, not, not seen as though they are.
1: Right, anyone else?
0: Forsaking all, I trust him.
1: Anyone else? Okay. Okay. The Greek word used for faith in Luke 17:6 is pistis, meaning divine persuasion. I don't know if I've said that right, actually. But it means divine persuasion. And it's always received from God. It's never mustered up by us. It's never generated by us. And I don't think anyone can put it better than the Bible itself in Hebrews 11.1. This is from the message. It says, the fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors and set them above the crowd. Think of all those great heroes of faith in Hebrews 11. Now, this faith that we've been given, we can't just have it. We have to do something with it. If you don't plant a seed, nothing happens with it. So we have to plant it back into the very faithfulness of God, and it will grow, and it will do things that are impossible on earth. Okay, so I want to look at a few practical ways in how we can increase our faith, how we can build our faith. So Romans ten seventeen says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we must know and understand the God in whom we are putting our faith in. We must know what he's done. So the testimony of those who've gone before us in the Bible, our faith must be founded on the truth of God's word because it is unshakable and unchangeable. The second thing is we must learn to listen to Holy Spirit and walk in obedience with him. And the more we know and understand God's word, the more Holy Spirit can work with the truth that's in us. He is the one who will help us to put God's word into action so that we're hearers and doers, like Mark was speaking about last week. The third thing is we must listen to the faith that others have around us be stirred up by it encouraged by it challenged by it and hear testimonies of our full of faith god and what he's done has anyone ever been built up by in their own faith by listening to somebody else's hearing about somebody else's faith yeah it's powerful isn't it and it's not just a hyping up but it's spirit to spirit it it builds up our faith and god uses that and the fourth thing is that faith is about a relationship with god You trust someone you know, you hope in someone that you know won't fail you, won't desert you in the hard times, will love you completely and endlessly, someone who accepts you just as you are. Relationships are a two-way thing, we all know that. They need cultivating and investing in. They need time to be given to them, and effort, and we must give time over for intimacy with the Father. The more we know him, the more we'll be able to do his will. And God longs to increase our faith, but we need to choose to plant our faith in him. Not just once when we first ask him to come into our lives, but on a daily basis. When we have faith in him, we can have faith for things to change in our own lives and in the lives of others around us and on this earth. Remember, we might have faith as small as a mustard seed, but little is much when it comes from God. James 2:17 says so also faith if it does not have works deeds and actions of obedience to back it up by itself is destitute of power it's inoperative and dead so our faith must be activated and applied and I want to encourage you to speak faith every day regardless of what you see around you be real about what's happening but apply faith to it and speak truth See with eyes of faith what's possible. See with eyes of faith the breakthrough that will come. When we pray as in heaven, so on earth, we're seeing what is possible in the spiritual and calling it to be in the natural, like what she was praying earlier. I want us to think about two things, two questions this morning, um, because I believe we can hear this stuff, but we need to apply it to our lives. And the first question is, what do you specifically have faith for in your life so I don't know where you are in this room whether you have faith in God whether you've given your life to God but that's the kind of first step in having faith in God but he gives us faith to see things happen and he gives us faith to see things change and to accomplish great things for him so what do you specifically have faith for in your life? So it may be to accomplish something personally for god it may be for your family or your friends to come to know jesus it may be to see human trafficking abolished god puts dreams and desires in our hearts and he wants to see them fulfilled as much as we do remember he is the one who is full of faith the second question is what is like a mountain in your life something that just seems impossible to move or to overcome and that might be a relationship that needs to be restored. It might be debts that need to be paid off. It might be physical or mental illness. It might be that you need to sell your house or you need a new job. But God's desire for us is that we thrive in life. He created us to live life in all its fullness. Remember that Jesus said, Even if we have faith as tiny as a mustard seed, that seed that you're holding, nothing will be impossible for us because with him all things are possible. So once we've thought about those two things, we'll we'll give a few minutes for that. I'd love it if, because we're family here together, aren't we? I'd love it if we could share with one another one of those things. And if you don't want to share, there's no pressure. But this is a great opportunity for us to get alongside each other as family and invest ourselves into each other. And it'll take some vulnerability, but it's worth it because we want to see each other flourish in God and fulfill our destinies in him, don't we? So um, I'm going to ask Mark to, to play a song. So we're going to take a few minutes to just think about those two questions. So what do you have faith for specifically in your life? And what seems like a mountain at the moment for you that you need to overcome, you need to, um, or it needs to be gone? And, um, and then if you could share that and just pray for each other, you could do that in twos, threes. And then um, I'll draw us all back together. So in total, we'll probably give about 10 minutes for that. Is that cool? Yeah, great. Okay, I'm going to draw us all back together again now. I hope that was a great time of encouragement and blessing for you. And um, let's continue to pray for those that we've prayed for this morning. Um, Write it down if it helps you to remember what to pray for. And let's keep praying till we see those dreams come to pass, all those breakthroughs happen. Okay, and then let's hear the testimonies of what our full of faith God's done. Yeah? Good. Okay, if you're at the Fireside Chat on Tuesday, for those of you who don't know what on earth that is, that's where the members of City Church Leads came together and we just talked about kind of church business and our future, where we're going next. Um, so if, if you were there... Um, you know that we're going to take some time over the summer to just seek God for direction and just to hear his voice about where he wants us to be and what shape that's going to take. And um, I'd really like us if we can just take what's been said this morning and, and just kind of plug that into those times and apply that to those times and um, so that as we pray, God will increase our faith that he will, as we plant it in him, he'll give us eyes to see, eyes of faith to see what's possible for us, okay? So I want to leave you now with this encouragement and this challenge from God's word, and it's from Hebrews 10:22 to 23. And this is from the Amplified translation, and it says, Let us all come forward and draw near with true, honest, and sincere hearts in unqualified assurance and absolute conviction engendered by faith. And that means by the leaning of our entire human personality on God in absolute trust and confidence in his power, wisdom, and goodness. Having our hearts sprinkled and purified from a guilty, evil conscience and our bodies cleansed with pure water. So let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope that we cherish and confess and our acknowledgement of it. For he who promised is reliable, sure, and faithful to his word. Amen. Okay, can we just stand? We're going to sing this song together before we uh, finish this morning, before we go on to have our picnic.
0: In this house, we are real. But... We also make mistakes, and when we do, we make sure we say, I'm sorry. We give second chances to anyone. We also have lots of fun. In this house, we definitely forgive. We also do loud, and we give the best hugs. We are family. And in this house that means we.